This episode of Life's a Garden is brought to you by Pumpkin Pie. It's delicious. Grab yourself a slice, slap on some whipped cream, shove it in your fucking mouth. It's the number one treat of the season, and it makes women horny. Let's get into it. It's episode 25, and I'm lone wolfing it today. What's up, fucks? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I know I did. I got stuffed to the gills. In fact, I can't remember the last time I was so full. Um, Thanksgiving's always good. Had fun with the family. Ate a lot of turkey. Um, and then today, did some Black Friday shopping. Was that a mistake? Of course it was. I didn't even think about it, honestly. The way everything's been this year, and it wasn't really that bad. Just a lot of... Honestly, it was like a normal day. It's like how it would have been back when things were normal. It would have just been a normal weekend. That's how busy things were. So not that busy. But busy as of of late. How things have been as of late. It was considerably busy. And guess what I found out? Guess what I discovered on my trek to the multiple stores I went to on this Black Friday? Nobody gives a fuck. I mean, granted, everyone was wearing their masks, but everybody was out and about. It seemed like a normal day. Guess what that means? We can survive. Shocker. Not I mean, granted, not everyone. You know what? Fuck it. 99.9% of people I saw out there were wearing their masks, including myself. And everybody, and chaos did not ensue. Surprise. Ha, ha. But God knows the, the spike in the numbers will be coming our way at some point. God knows. Thank God the bars are closed at 10 o'clock, though. Because otherwise, we'd be, we'd be Raccoon City. Um, here's a hot take for you. Sneezing in your mask is the equivalent of pissing your pants and walking around with it all day. That's how you actually get sick. You're just sneezing out diseases and they're just growing bacteria on your masks. And then that gets right back in your system. Dumb. Anyway, um, God, this is the first solo podcast I have done in a while. I did not realize how long it's been since I did a legit solo podcast until I looked back at it. The last three I did were guests. Then we did the Halloween episode, which doesn't really count because that was just a, that was a special. That wasn't really a podcast. That wasn't like how I normally do the solo podcast. It was good, by the way. I liked it. Halloween special went off really well. Um... And we did, uh, and then we had guests before that. So it's been literally like a month and a half since I did a legit solo podcast. And I like doing these solo podcasts because it gives me an opportunity to say my peace of mind without having to talk with somebody about it or have any confrontation about it. And I can get my opinions across to you. And this is kind of just a you and me, you the listener, and me the speaker. And it's a it's a little bit more intimate of a 
of a situation, I, I would say, rather than the guest podcast, which I thoroughly love the guest podcast. And if you didn't check out the last three, go check them out. All of them were fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, great guests, great, uh, great interviews, great talks, great conversations, stories. But I am glad to be back doing a solo podcast because I got a lot to talk about. Let me tell you, we got a lot of catching up to do, you and I. First off, let me uh, update you guys on a few things to do with the podcast. First of all, somebody at YouTube is listening because I got flagged for copyright. That's right. During the Halloween episode, I was flagged for playing Rob Zombie's Living Dead Girl, which, by the way, I am totally fine with. Um, essentially, what that means is that if... I were to make any money on that podcast, uh, money that money would go to Rob Zombie for me using his copyright. Jokes on YouTube, I don't make any money doing this. So, there's that. And if for some reason the podcast blows up and that particular episode gets a bunch of views because all the other ones are, I am A-OK with the Halloween episode sending money to Rob Zombie. I can live with that. I think I'll sleep just fine. On another side, same episode, Halloween Podcast, got an official recognition from none other than David Spade himself. The man that this podcast's name was derived from liked the liked uh, the podcast photo on Instagram. Of the official David Spade has made recognition of this podcast whether he listened to it guarantee he didn't that's a different story but he did make recognition of it he saw it he liked it and big ups to the podcast for that one so first official uh celebrity endorsement i'm gonna say it right now and it couldn't have come from anybody better than david spade himself so cheers to that one let's see what else um you know what? We, or I myself, have not really, honestly, talked about the election that much. Um, which is fine, don't get me wrong, I'm not upset about it. But, uh, me and Michael May, we had a, a pretty decent conversation about it. That was literally the like a few days after the election. We've had a little bit of time to let things settle in, and we've seen how things have kind of transpired afterwards. So... I think that's a good place to start. Let's go ahead and start with everything I've observed post-election, because I got lots to talk about with that. And I'm just going to say it right now, this was going to be the last political thing I talk about for the rest of this year, because, and hopefully beyond that, unless I have a guest that wants to talk about it. Guests don't count, because, you know, guests we can talk about whatever we want but me myself i promise you I'm, I'm making a promise right now the rest of the year any solo podcast i do i will not mention politics whatsoever because i'm done with it to be honest this is the last time i'm going to talk about it so where do we where do we begin um biden won the election and then you have all the trump side claiming it was stolen we got all these lawsuits 
going down. I've had a number of my Republican friends tell me that Trump is going to win the lawsuits and that he will eventually be the president. Um, pers- now, I am not invested in any of this. I could give two shits. I don't watch the news like a fool. I don't keep up on all the stuff. I just let it play out. I'm just the guy living my best life, and I'm totally enjoying it, by the way, not having to listen to politics. But all my friends that listen to it, they claim that Trump's going to win. All my conservative friends claim he's going to win back the election that was stolen. Um, I don't know that that's actually going to happen. Deep down inside, I truly believe in the end Biden will... Be the next president. Um, if, however, if, however, Trump does somehow manage to win this back, if like all the lawsuits are legit and all, all the there's a, a big enough uh, case made that he can win back the election, there will be fire in the streets. You thought the riots before were bad? Oh, they can get worse, and that's what's going to happen. If Trump wins back the election. I don't see that happening, personally. Um, I think things are just going to happen the way they are. And the Republicans are going to be pissed. And they're going to say it was stolen. And that corruption has taken over the political landscape. I got news for you. It's been corrupt for a very long time. This is only. This would only be one of multiple corruptions that have plagued the United States government in the last hundred years. Uh, if there was corruption involved, I'm not okay with it. I'm not claiming that that's okay. I'm not uh, endorsing that. But I don't know. I don't know much about it anyway. That being that that, however, whatever. Now, let's talk about how things are going to progress. Shall Biden take up the seat as president of the United States? Here's how the future is going to look. I I don't know that much is going to change, to be honest, because nothing really ever changes. Granted, we could see massive changes, but with the ho- with uh, the House and the Senate being split, and with the uh, Supreme Court being majority conservative, you're going to be looking at four years of gridlock. Granted, we could see a lot of uh, executive orders being placed. We're already living in a in a uh, prison society as it is. Maybe they just totally lock us down and make us a full-on Judge Dredd-type society. Who fucking knows? Let's be honest, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the coronavirus is going to magically disappear because the vaccine will be available, which, by the way, Biden will take credit for, even though the the Trump administration were the ones that spearheaded that and pushed funding to that and this, that, and the other. And Biden will gain all the credit for that, and the media will make him out to be a hero, and everything will be joyous again, and everything will open up, and Biden will be the hero. That's one possibility. Another possibility is the virus 
or the uh, vaccine just uh, starts making people more sick or maybe we all start growing tails and then we start living in a uh, walking dead type society again just a possibility these are all theoretical possibilities I don't know what the future holds I don't think any of us do I think the media is going to go bankrupt because now they don't have anybody to talk about because they've basically been keeping the lights on with Trump in the White House because that's literally all they could talk about, all doom and gloom. And now that their buddy Biden is in the office, they're not going to have any of that to talk about. Unless Donald Trump potentially makes his own media source which I've heard rumors of and I actually kind of predicted that might happen Trump media could be a future possibility for Donald Trump and his uh, corporation or his his namesake and what he decides to do post uh, presidency I have a prediction that Donald Trump down the road give it a few few years will be one of the most popular post presidents if not already the most popular post president uh in in history based on his loyal fans um either that or he'll just continue to have rallies for nothing because he likes those so he might just continue to have rallies and then uh yeah i don't know but Trump media would be the only thing that keeps the the rest of the media um, busy and with anything to talk about because they talk about how Trump is trying to corrupt the media that's not corrupt already and that Trump is uh, undermining the media and they just have a big media war. It'd basically be like Raw versus uh, Nitro when it was WCW and WWE going head-to-head. It'll be two media tycoons, two media giants just colliding all the time. And by two, I mean multiple liberal medias and one Trump media. Or maybe Trump goes online, does like a podcast-type thing, and does his own media, stuff like that. I predict the rallies is more likely his, his way to go about it. Just rallies about nothing, just him talking, and everybody... I don't know that there's ever been a president that's, like, sold merch quite like Donald Trump. He's literally, like, you. he's the, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. He's basically a WWE wrestler, but he was the president. Uh, what else? Oh, here's another prediction for you. This kind of slides into the conspiracy theory um, side of things. The Democratic Party turns on Joe Biden and uses all this Hunter Biden stuff, which just suddenly disappeared. But maybe they come back around and use all that stuff against Joe Biden to get him ousted so that Kamala Harris can become president. Or they deem him unfit to to uh, be president based on his mental capacity, and then Kamala Harris becomes president anyway. Um... <sighs> This is this is hilarious to me. Okay, so I've had multiple people tell me Kamala Harris is ineligible to be the president of the United States. I don't 
know her background, but I am 100% sure that is not true. For one, to be the vice president, you have to be eligible to be the president. Okay? Also, did we forget she ran for president? She ran to be the president. How could she run to be the president if she wasn't eligible to be the president? So for anybody out there who has any confusion of the matter that Kamala Harris is ineligible to be president, I'm 100% sure she is. Now, let's get to the reactions by the people of the um, election. We already talked about how the uh, there's all this divide between... Uh, whether the election was fraudulent or legitimate, and the Re the Republicans are mad, and the Democrats are joyous, over overcome with joy that the bad orange man is gone, and they're sitting here saying, "Well, how can the Republicans?" possibly uh see this as a as a fraudulent election how the the sanctity of the election is so strong like how could you question that when four years ago we were having the same conversation saying russia uh that russia meddled in our election so we've had this conversation before now i'm not saying that russia did meddle i'm not saying that they didn't but the narrative of the media and everybody pushed so strongly that that was the case that you can't backtrack. You can't say that that this can't be fraudulent, that this is a legitimate election if you said that before, okay? You cannot change your tune. You have... You, you got to keep it in one field. The media... Say what you will about Donald Trump, okay? Say what you will. If there's any one thing that Donald Trump did that was of any positive source, is he shed light on how completely phony the media is. For instance, Hunter Biden. This whole Hunter Biden thing. Now... Maybe the inf okay. First of all, the information they say was obtained with um, uncreditable means, or the, that the information was stolen, or the information was not uh, verifiable. What have you? Now, when has that stopped them in the past of reporting things that were unverified? Never. When has uh, stolen information ever been an issue? It used to be. That it didn't matter what your source or where where the source came from, what the source of the material was, as long as it was something that could be looked into. That's what journalism used to be. Journalism used to be where if something was, you know, could be reported and had some legs to it, you investigated it. You at least investigated it. The media didn't want anything to do with this Hunter Biden situation. Now, if Don Jr.'s name had been attached to to that instead of Hunter Biden, they'd be all over it. That's all we would have heard, and that's all we'd still be hearing about. 
because the media needs something to hype up. And if the name Trump is attached to it, you better believe it's going to be being talked about. But the name Biden was attached to it. So they didn't. Um, again, you can't run one narrative and then oppose yourself with another. Another case in point. Joe Biden was accused of sexually assaulting a woman. That worked for him. The media did nothing about it. The media buried that story. But when Donald Trump's accused of it, we didn't hear anything but that for the next six months. When uh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, was accused of that, that's all we heard about for three, four straight months. But Joe Biden, the all-saint Joe Biden, gets accused of that. Well... Those are un unverified claims. He says he didn't do it, so he didn't do it. We're not going to run that story. Now, again, you can't set a precedent, and then when the precedent goes against your values and against or against your politician, the guy you're rooting for, you stop talking about it, you cannot do that. The same precedent has to be sent. Now, do I think... Uh, accusations suddenly mean you're guilty? Absolutely not. But that's the precedent that they set, that the media set with Donald Trump. So if that same scenario happens to apply itself to Joe Biden, you have to run that same precedent. Otherwise, you are an illegitimate media source. And a biased one. Obviously. So anybody out there that says the media is not biased, you are an insane person. Sorry. I just spelled it out for you. Now. Back to the uh, reactions by... Also, Stephen Colbert is going to be out of a job very soon because... The last four years, that's all his material has been is just about Donald Trump. So he's going to be out of a job. Um, Chelsea Handler, she'll be out of a job. All those, all those uh, e-network and whatever comedians. Anyway, back to the uh, the reactions of the people. So I was looking at Facebook. These are real reactions from people I know. Let me just say this, okay? All of you who claim yourselves to be staunch re Republicans or Democrats, you're, 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 you're deeply rooted in these beliefs. You're a lot more similar than you think. The Republican Party... Or the Democratic Party. Know what you are? You're both the Hippocratic Party of the United States. Okay? As I've already pointed out, the um, immense hypocrisy of the liberal media. Uh, we we can't forget... Oh, and the, um, and the whole hypocrisy about legitimacy of the election. That's... A, quite hypo hypocritical. Now, let me turn it the other way and show hypocrisy on the right. 
I have seen multiple friends of mine, not not close friends, but people I'm I'm friends with on Facebook, saying, if you voted for Joe Biden, you can just delete me right now. Sounds eerily familiar to not my president, doesn't it? Which I disagreed with that too. I didn't agree with the not my president statement because he is. Just like Joe Biden is your president. Um so and and all my Republican friends before were saying were were laughing at them and saying it's your president. Like, yes he is. Don't you dare disrespect him. When now it's on the other foot. The Hippocratic Party of America, people. You cannot say one thing and then go back and act that way the the next four years down the road. And four years from now, we're going to be having the same conversation whether Joe Biden was the best president ever or the worst president ever as we do every election cycle. Um... The notion that you're willing to... Oh, also, also, the whole let's put all the Trump voters on a list. Also some bullshit. Also ridiculous notion. You all have this team mentality that... I want, or our team won, and your team lost, or our team lost, and you cheated. This team mentality is so insanely foolish, because what you all don't realize is we are on the same team. Somewhere along the way, you got so caught up in your in your foolish beliefs and that and that Republican is what I am and Democrat is my life and I stand by my beliefs and I will die for my beliefs. Well, guess what, guys? We all live together. We all live under the same roof. We all have to abide by the same rules. We're all on the same team. I'm going to tell you the same exact thing I said when Trump got elected. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm not going to root for him to lose. I'm going to give Biden a chance. I said that with Trump. I'm going to say it with Biden. I'm going to give him a chance. You can't root for him to lose. Because if he loses, we all lose. And over the past four years, the Democratic Party, the liberals, have rooted for Donald Trump to lose. And guess what? You rooted for America to lose, because if he loses, we all lose. That party decided, not, not all of them, but as a, as a uh, at least the um, politician side of it. I'm not talking about necessarily the people, but the Nancy Pelosi's of the world and the Chuck Schumer's. They all collectively decided that it was a better choice to have America fall in shambles than for Donald Trump to have a good presidency. This is not the way. This is not the way. If the president loses, 
we all lose. So I'm going to give Joe Biden a chance. I'm not a fa- I wasn't a fan of either of them. I wasn't a fan of Trump when he got elected. And I'm not a fan of Biden. But if they lose, we lose. So I'm rooting for them. I hope they do well. I hope I don't get fucked in the process. But this team mentality needs to end. Because for you to sit here and say that your political beliefs are worth more than anybody or your friends or your family or anybody that's foolish those are ideals we're people people are blood your ideals don't matter when somebody's choking to death no you go up you don't go up to them and say what's your opinion or what political party do you belong to uh what religious group are you are you associated with what's your opinion on abortion no you save them. You start performing CPR because that's a person, not a party. To quote Theo Vaughn, people over politics, okay? People over politics. And you guys need to remember that the next time you decide that your political beliefs are worth more than your friends, your family, or anybody. Anybody's actual person and who they are. You are not political beliefs. They are not political beliefs. Whether they believe so or not, people are people, and politics are bullshit. Um, You're all willing to put your beliefs in these strangers. That's what they are. You sit here and, like, so many of people, whether that's... That's both sides, really. Look at the Trump supporters. They are devout supporters. Look at the liberals. Devout liberals. And, uh... You're putting your faith in these strangers. They're not heroes. They're criminals. They're all lying criminals okay they don't care about you they just care about whatever gets money in their pockets whether you believe that or not they're all corrupt and they're all criminals and take it from me I know a thing or two about criminals I come from a family of criminals okay now my last name isn't Corleone or uh, Capone or Clinton the family crest is Craig don't get it confused we are not organized crime family my family couldn't organize a silverware drawer okay I come from a family of uh minor offenders and uh well it it goes it ranges it ranges from minor offenses to uh fraud and drug trafficking and uh things of that nature now before you think i'm throwing mud and slinging dirt at my family this is not true these are known facts and also old this is this is old history of my family from my knowledge i can't speak 
for what might be going on, but for my own personal knowledge, everybody is fairly clean and uh, not living the, the crime life anymore. That wasn't always the case. I uh, have seen some pretty interesting things in my life. Some some actual crimes that I was not aware of at the time, but now looking back were fairly insane crimes. Um, yeah, we're just... This is just... This is the truth. This is just how things are. And uh, I'm not afraid to tell the truth. I'm not incriminating anybody, but uh, my mother and my father... Both did a little time in the clink. I have seen the inside of a prison more times than I wish to have. But ultimately, I think it made me a better person. They learned their mistakes. They did their time. And, like I said, they have been rehabilitated. Um, hopefully, I never have to see the inside of a prison from... Uh, the cell aspect of it with the bars closing behind me. And I don't think I will. I am, I've never been much of a... I've never really been a crime junkie. Uh, I, honestly, I think the worst crime I committed, I told you on this in a story last week when I stole a kid's Yu-Gi-Oh card. I think that was the worst crime I had ever committed. I am guilty of lying, but not in a court of law and I, and that's a crime against that's that's a biblical crime not a the as far as lying goes i've committed multiple biblical crimes let me just put that out there right now but i have not committed any uh heavy duty crimes the crime family stopped before me were just before me The Craig crime family. No. We are... We're just a bunch of... I'm just a... We're, the Craigs are a bunch of potato chomping mix. We are not organized whatsoever. The only time you can get us organized... If there's a happy hour at the Divius Bar in town. That's when you'll get us organized. Today's local spotlight... Goes to one of my favorite Italian restaurants... Ciao Mambo's. I might be a dirty mick, but my palate is all dago. I love drowning in marinara sauce, cheese, and pasta. Those are my favorites. And Chow Mambo's is the best local Italian food you're gonna get. Uh, what better endorsement than the fact that I almost choked there. I choked, I almost died choking to death there. That's not a slight on them. That just goes to show how good their food is. It was so good, I had to I was going to inhale it. I didn't take two seconds to blow on it, and I fucking woofed that down so fast I choked. That's an indictment on how good their food is. It's not a bad thing. That's my fault. That's on me. I wanted that chicken in my mouth so goddamn bad that I hoovered it down my throat, and I choked. I lived, and I enjoyed my meal. They got great wines, great lasagnas, great, just fantastic Italian food. 
I've been there multiple times since I, my near-death experience. It didn't stop me from going there because I love the food so much. What more of a glowing endorsement do you need than that right there? Chow Mambo's, located on Montana Avenue. Get your asses down there and slurp down some noodles. And you know what? While I'm at it, let me go ahead and add in Olive Garden. Not as good as Chow Mambo's, but I have a lot of good friends there. Those were my old stomping grounds. That's where I used to work. And I still got a lot of good friends there. So I need you to go down and support my friends at Olive Garden. But also, make sure you get down to Chow Mambo's. Support them. Get their fantastic Italian food. Both restaurants, make sure you get gift cards uh, for the holiday season. Uh, we just want to help out these local businesses. Make sure they stay afloat in these tough times. That's Chow Mambo's and Olive Garden. Competing businesses, but great Italian food. Now, just to finish off that a little bit of that last part, I want to say this. As I had said before, I have seen... A lot of things in my childhood. Violence. Petty crimes. Drug use. But life's still a garden. Okay? Because in order to bloom, you have to push your way through the dirt and the mud. And still dig it. So, And that's the only way. Life's still a garden, no matter how dirty it is. You can still bloom... You can still dig it. Put that on a shirt, motherfuckers. Alright, let's move forward here. I'm going to bring back an old topic I had talked about previously in the, the podcast. Because I got a new take on it. And that, of course, is the great debate. Walmart versus Target. Okay? Now, I hadn't been to Walmart the entirety of the pandemic. Since the pandemic started. I had been to Target multiple times. But I did finally make a trip to Walmart. About a month ago. Let me sum it up with this. Do you know the difference between a mother... Pushing her child around in a shopping cart at Walmart versus Target? When I hear a child screaming at the top of their lungs, blood curdle screaming at Walmart, and I think to myself, my God, why is that child screaming so much? And then I turn and look at the mother and I go, oh, oh, that's why. And then I look at the child and go, oh, you're definitely that mother's child. Now, on the other hand, when uh, I'm at Target and I hear no screaming and I see a child in a shopping cart and I go, oh, aesthetically pleasing baby. Very nice. Parents must be proud. And then I look over at the mother and I say, oh, that's why that child's so aesthetically pleasing. And... You're quite aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetically pleasing. As they walk away. People are much more lovely to look at at Target than they are at Walmart. I have come to the conclusion that all people shopping at Walmart 
are garbage people. They're just the scum of the earth. Granted, okay, now let me tell you, not all of them are, because clearly I was there as well. But a, a vast majority of the people, 99% of the people that shop there are garbage people. The type of people that shop at Walmart are the type of people that are genuinely upset that Golden Corral is shut down. Tell me I'm wrong. Everybody that shops at Walmart are the same people that voted for Trump. At the same time, everybody that shops at Walmart are the people that voted for Biden. Idiots. Now, am I bringing this up because I went and shopped there on Black Friday? Fuck no. I will most likely never be back to Walmart because it is just that horrible. There's nothing to enjoy about it. I can find everything I need elsewhere and I will gladly pay much more to shop elsewhere. Target, on the other hand, Target's not out of the woods. Granted, the people are more aesthetically pleasing to look at. But I can never find what I'm there to find. And while their prices are higher, the products don't reflect the price of Target. I can say that safely. So Target is not out of the woods. Granted, they are much, much better than Walmart. And I would rather shop at Target. I don't think you'll ever see me in a Walmart again. And I am not upset about that. Maybe I was a garbage person. At one point, I think I was. At one point, I was indeed a garbage person. And I'm not anymore. I've graduated. I'm, I'm no longer garbage person. I am regular person. And I hope to God one day I will be superior person. Or whatever goes above regular person. Hmm. Um, God. The great debate. Uh, let's see what else. I had some other things I want to talk about. How about, uh, oh, oh, here's a good one for you. I was thinking about this. At no other time has a city been less deserving of a sports championship than, of course, L.A. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Dodgers both won championships this year. That absolutely hurts my heart. As a legit sports fan, the city of Los Angeles doesn't deserve it the way that city has been run the last multiple years there's a reason everybody's leaving okay there's a reason all these like not the the dumb ones are staying 
The smart ones are leaving. There's a reason for that. Now, the second most undeserving city of a championship, Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup, and the Tampa Bay Rays were the runners-up to the World Series. And you can't tell me Tom Brady and the Buccaneers aren't going to make a run at that championship. Two of the most undeserving cities in the United States have won sports titles this year. Happy 2020, everyone. That sums it up right there. The type of people that live in Tampa are the type of people that shop at Walmart. (laughs) Oh, geez. I think that sums that up pretty well, huh? The type of people from Florida are the type of people that shop at Walmart. If that doesn't sum it up for you perfectly. These cities do not deserve these titles. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention earlier, uh, Gavin Newsom, the uh, governor of California. Is he the governor? Governor of California, whatever. Governor of California, mayor of Los Angeles, whichever one it is. Garcetti's one of them, I think, right? Or is that fucking New York? All these fucking cucks. Gavin Newsom the cuck. Garcetti the cuck. Fucking uh, Cuomo the cuck. All these cucks are going to be nestled in bed with Joe Biden when they get seats on his cabinet. Guaranteed it. That's why they're running their cities into the ground because they don't give a fuck. They're not getting reelected because they're going to the cabinet. Because they're... They're showing their allegiance to the left. So you know they have a spot on the cabinet. Mark my words right now. I'm saying it now so when it happens later, I can come back to this and it'll be right here. Anyway, that aside. How much time we got left? Perfect. I didn't have a lot to say about the sports thing. I just wanted to point out the fact that both those cities do not deserve a championship. They got one nonetheless. And I'm not happy about it. Last thing I will close with is this. I've been talk I've been I don't know if I've talked about this. I might have mentioned it briefly. But I'm going to take an actual moment here to express my uh, opinion and my thoughts on this. Cuz this is something I think about often. And I want to get this out there. I want to actually make a make a uh, make a pitch for this to happen. I would like all of my friends, everybody I've had on the podcast, and people I haven't yet. I got a lot of people I haven't had on the podcast yet that I want that I'm calling out for this too. We all like I, I say we. I'm already doing it. You all need to start your own podcast. I said it before. Landon, my brother Landon, he would be a great podcaster. My sister Asia, she could podcast. Uh, Jared could be a podcaster. Mac, uh, Craig, 
Anybody from the band? All you guys. Pow. Pow had a podcast and he fucking gave up on it. Quitter. You know who's the, you know who's running the podcast game in Montana right now? Me. And are you guys going to play second fiddle to me? I don't think so. If I can do it, trust me, you can do it. And all this bullshit about I don't have enough time, fuck that. Right now, you have more time than you've ever had. So don't use that excuse with me. If you need help figuring this shit out, you let me know. I, I would love to see you guys succeed in podcasting. It's so easy. And you can do it anyway. You don't have to do the video podcast like me. It's so easy. You can just do the audio podcast. Or you could do like the video and audio podcast. It's not hard. And it's cheap. I will tell you the equipment you need to get. I will help you brand it. And we will, co- we will become one giant unit in the city. And we will become something bigger beyond it. And we can promote our own, each other's podcasts. We'll, we'll go on each other's podcasts. Some of you might want to do just solo podcasts like this. Some of you might want to do guest podcasts. Some of you can do uh, specific topic podcasts. I feel like Asia would be really, really good about doing just fitness podcasts. She's very involved in that in that uh, world. She knows a lot of people in that. She could have a lot of people from the fitness world on her podcast and mostly just focus on fitness. I could see that. Guys like Jared and Landon, they're very worldly, very cultural, very, you know, they they have broad spectrums. They would be very good to do podcasts like this where you just talk about whatever. You have different people on. It's an interesting conversation. Some of you might want to just do a sports podcast like Pow did. Some of you might want to just do uh, a music podcast like anybody in the band. What I'm saying, this right here, is a call to arms. I want all of you, anybody, anybody at all, even if you're not part of my friend group, if you want to start a podcast, you get a hold of me. And we're going to get you started on a podcast. I can help you brand it. I can help you fucking um, make, get the designs going. I will help you in any what way you need. And, and we can all support each other and... Uh, give each other shout outs and it will become so fast of a growing thing I promise you that and we will be called the pod squad and I will be your fearless leader until I'm overthrown by somebody else good luck legitimately though I do think it's a good idea I, I would love to see more people doing podcasts around here. Like I said, we can all be on each other's podcasts. It's not that hard. I can do it. It only takes an hour out of your day at most. You can do less. You can do 30-minute podcasts. Who gives a fuck? You can do them multiple times a week. You can do them once a week. You can do them bi-weekly. However you want to do them. The, the options are endless. But let this be uh, uh, advice to you. The more content you create the better off it'll be. So that's that's my uh, advice to you. And I can give you all the sites, all the possib- or all the uh, things that make this narrowly free. The only thing you really have to pay for is the equipment. Other than that, it's free. It's free. I can help you. Give me a call. And guess what? You know what the funny part is? Here's the funniest part about all of this. Nobody 
that I just mentioned is going to hear this. Because in order for them to hear this, they would have had to listen to my show and get all the way to the end. And unfortunately, I bet you none of them listen to my show. You sons of bitches. Let this be the little ass-kicking you need to start listening to my fucking show. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make this a clip. I'm going to clip this one out, and I'm going to fucking put it on the clips page, and I'm going to tag every one of them. So they're going to be forced to listen to it. Uh Uh-huh. By the way, shout out to the clips page. Go subscribe to the clips channel, and subscribe to this channel. I don't say that enough on the show. Call to arms. Podcasters unite. Let the pod squad begin. What better time to start a podcast than 2021? You have a whole month to get her figured out. Get that podcast started. And I want to add this. A little um, teaser. I might be part of a second podcast coming soon. Early 2021. We are in the talks of it. I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. And I don't want to potentially overhype something that may or may not happen. But it most likely will happen. So you might be seeing me doing double duty on podcasts. So for all of you, for all my friends out there who I just called out and who I think should make podcasts. You better catch up because I'm about to be on my second one. Um, that's it. That's all guys. Thank you. I always appreciate anybody who listens to this. Um, I, my only, the only thing I ask in return is that you please like share, subscribe, um, follow this podcast and get the word out. We need we we I'm we already got that that celebrity endorsement that's big. We're getting we're getting flagged by YouTube. Somebody's listening. We're growing, but I need your help. This is a call to arms for you as well. Please like, share, subscribe, get the word out there. Don't forget our local spotlight tonight. Make sure to go check them out and uh, eat that pumpkin pie, baby. Don't forget, guys, life's a garden. Sometimes it's dirty, but we still dig it.